everyone, and welcome to the latest e- edition of Robots for Eyes, episode uh, 149, 50, something like that. Yeah. It's funny because Rob was just mad. He nearly had a head-on collision with somebody on the way over here. And then he went, fuck it, let's just record. And he's like, hi, everyone. <laughs> what happened? Tell everybody what happened. It's, it was one of these bridges where someone gets a right away, And someone was driving at me. And I, it was my right away, And I thought, right, I'm not stopping because it's my right away." <laughs> and he carried on and on. I thought, this, is, this could get a bit, you know, a bit shady, this now. But he slammed his brakes on. He was pointing at me like that. And I was going, it's my fucking right away, you... <laughs> oh, it angered me. I was close to hitting him. If he hit me, he would have died probably. Because I'm I'm in a transit van and he's in a a, a little uh, Vauxhall. And also, it would have mashed the road, like the uh, traffic system, because it's a single it's one lane. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So It'd be two yeah. mangled cars. I wouldn't it? have been bothered if my van got smashed up. He, he would have been more bothered because only he'd be in hospital. And uh, you know, it's probably his only vehicle or something. Probably didn't realise though. He he he, he probably. He did. He sat, from what the way you're describing it, it sounds as if he thought that it's just uh, you know common look and see common sense. Let let that person come across, or you let that, and he just went. Well, he should have gone to Specsavers and got some glasses <laughs> and looked at the fucking signs, shouldn't they? You know it's true I mean? though. Yeah, it does happen there a lot. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I mean, I've seen people come past and they've stopped on the side which shouldn't have stopped, and they're smashing the windmill of other people because they're angry with them, thinking, well, you're in the wrong as well. Yeah. Have, have you ever seen people like on on motorways? They They'll miss their junction, or they're about to miss where they're getting off, and they just do crazy, crazy shit to desperate three sixty swerve to get in there. I've seen people overshoot the junction and reverse back down the fucking motorway to get, and you're like, just go to the next. Yeah, just, just uh, don't it, risk it. Is it worth risking your life? So I think some people don't know that though. They think, oh, it's okay. Like it's like oh, it's, it's a little mistake. It's okay. It's like traffic awareness with eyes for eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do some shout outs. <laughs> Elliot Wilkinson. Um, you made the um, blades for Gillette. Yeah, man. What, how many blades have they got in them now? I mean, it started with one, and I was like, the Wilkinson, 8 million. I think they call it the bone scratcher now, don't they? You put, you do one, and it goes straight down to the bone after about 18 blades cut into you. Some of the most commonly thieved objects are razor blades. Razor blades and batteries. Because they're, they're worth about you know, a million pounds, that's why. Well, what's, what's the deal with that? Razor blades and batteries? I don't know. Just go Poundland. Yeah. I mean, just don't shave like me. Yeah, just buy Poundland blades. You know what I mean, you might rip your face to pieces, but you know, you'll still get a clean shave. Erin Erin Ez. Erin Ez. Sounds like a DJ. Yeah, what's your, the banging summer tune. Yeah, yeah. Hitting Ibiza. Yeah. What, what? Not like Dave Carper. Dave Carper? He just sounds like a like um like a news presenter, like a local one. You know what I mean? Like, but not like the one who sits down in the chair and talking. He's the one who's like, gets sent to like all sorts of random places. Yeah, he, go, he goes to film the squirrels stuck up a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or the, the giant marshmallow that they the, made in a retirement home. Yeah, and the fucking chewing gum stuck to the pavement and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This is the road where there's a, 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 an uncontrollable scourge of chewing gum on this <laughs> road. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing going Pointless on. Pointless news things. Luke Dixon. Luke Dixon, um, it, it, does he own Carphone Warehouse? Why is that place called Carphone Warehouse? Fuck knows. No one has phones just for cars. God knows. It must have been some fucking 90s thing or something. I don't know. And uh, thanks for the topic suggestions. He sent a few good ones through. On one, the list. One particular is quite disturbing. Right, okay. And uh, I don't know, man. Might have to do it. The disturbing ones worry me now. Why? Because I have to deep, well, I say deeply research them. I have to read about them. 
Yeah. And, and you're just like, oh my god, this because obviously there's stuff that you don't include in um in in a researched podcast because you can't. So you leave some bits out. So unless you go and research it yourself, you don't see everything that happens. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit that these people do, it's fucking terrifying, mate. Reese Drake, Reese Drake, um, it's that brother of Drake. His lesser, shitter brother. Yeah, the one who can't actually sing. Well, actually, probably can sing because Drake can't. Mate, I don't know who. I mean, I know something. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? That's what he sounds like, basically. That's my impression of Drake, everyone. I think, to be honest, you probably would have thought he was actually, you know, slipped on your radio then for a second. (laughs) We've also had a few requests, like three or four, for climate change this week. All right, okay. Interesting. That could be a good one. Yeah. I think it's probably real. <laughs> I'd say it's real. Yeah, it's just uh, how how uh, how long will it take to the world's destroyed? They, they're saying like twelve years till it starts going mad. But uh, do we know? Also, I also believe there is a life cycle, as in a uh, weather cycle of the planet as well. Mm-hmm. So I think we might be hitting both things at the same time here. Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, y- you look at like not trying to defend the other people. But it's definitely we're definitely fucking ourselves up. But I also reckon there's some sort of mental weather climate thing, which is probably due to that, but also um, just a cycle at the same time. We can definitely there's like a correlation in in warming that started with the uh, industrial era. So mm. there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Definitely something going on. Obviously, we'll find more out when we research here. And yeah, start yeah. Talking out of our asses. <laughs> and Paul Allison, we still haven't drank your wine. We will. It's currently twenty past nine on a Saturday morning. When we get, when we both got time to actually do an evening podcast, because at the moment we just haven't. It's just been busy. We will, we'll sit down and drink because it's, it's pretty hard to drink a bottle yeah. of wine. I think at nine a.m. before going to work, could do it, but might be a bit risky. <laughs> and we've got the um, vodka roulette shot, chili shot vodka roulette thing. Right, okay, which we could get that out and possibly play cards against humanity while we're doing it. I reckon okay. that'd be a laugh. Yeah, okay. Um, so our social media last week, Nazis on crystal meth. I think you guys shared it 32 times, which is good. If we can get to 45, we're gonna the winner next week will get a T-shirt as well as stickers and Rob's incredible artwork. <laughs> it's amazing. So we got to do is... It's like a Banksy. Share it. Yeah, it is. It's a Banksy. Not Banksy, but Gordon Banks, the goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah. With gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, if you can share that, everyone, and you get to 45 shares, whoever is lucky enough to be picked... We'll get a t-shirt as well. And yes. some other random shit that we'll throw in. How's yeah, we'll that? find something, won't we? We'll give sure you a, we bu- can. a bumper thing of nothing. Uh, Pardon me. Sorry, I you said see, that I wouldn't yeah, do that. but That's the thing. Now you've offended people. I know. I'm, I apologise. I do apologise. <laughs> you got to come from up. nowhere, that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do a podcast. <laughs> This week, I'm going to look at the Black Death. Oh, okay. The Great Pestilence, as it was known. Nice. The Plague. Mate, plague. this was um, one of the long, longest and deadliest widespread pandemics in human history. Mm-hmm. Do you know much anything about it? Well, I just know it made everyone cough and die, basically. <laughs> you know, mate, it was insane, mate. When this, when it took hold and like started to move its way through populations, I can't even imagine it would have looked like The Walking Dead or some form of zombie apocalypse film. <laughs> yeah because it sort of came about I was, I was watching 28 days later then i watched 28 weeks later is that the zombie thing yeah 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 and um 
f- and it went from there. Oh right, okay. And it's mate, it's crazy. It's like but people just like survivors are just randomly walking around robbing shit. It's a proper fucking end of the world stuff. So nothing like this has happened before or since. Okay. It was one of the biggest events in human history. And it killed more people in a couple of years than died in the whole of World War Two. Okay, so it was like rampant wasn't it? Yeah, in a couple of years. They reckon something like 25 million people in Europe and 25 million people in Asia. And these numbers are only uh, approximates because, you know, we, we, we're going back a few years. Mm. Like, um, it's... Uh, it's difficult to know exactly, but we think in 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 all, it was responsible for up to sixty percent of the uh, of the people of in Europe died, and possibly half the population of the known world. What the fuck? Can you imagine living in that at that time? I wonder what they all thought. Obviously, like, did did they think? Um, obviously, they knew it was like an illness, but did they think it was something which they? Um, you know, it was put on them by a guard because you know, because back then they would have been like that. No, they'd yes. have been like, "Is it God? Yeah. We've done something bad." Yeah, yeah, it, it, mate, he killed so many people. The climate of the earth changed. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because before the plague hit, with bigger global populations of people, humans were cutting down a lot of trees for firewood, making houses, you know, building bridges, carts, or whatever. And um, scientists have measured the CO two levels pre plague and post-plague and in the decades after the outbreak the levels of co2 in the atmosphere dropped drastically which indicates um that there was more trees available to absorb it therefore there was less people cutting them down okay it's nuts isn't it It had that much of an impact it took 200 years for humanity to recover because of reoccurring outbreaks and right yes Little spore pockets of it coming back. Yeah, yeah. The, in total, they know how to control it, but if it comes back, they've got to get on it quick, haven't they? Yeah, exactly, mate. There were actually three. Well, they couldn't really get on top of it. It was just, I suppose, it just move, keep away from people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that person's got a plague. Stay away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were three pandemics out, uh, three pandemic outbreaks in total, um, and it never really went away. The the first was in around five forty one, and it lasted till around seven fifty. And the second pandemic, which is one we're going to talk about, broke out in the 1300s. And then there was also the third pandemic, which surfaced in 1850-ish. And that was called the the modern plague. And it's still kicking around today. I think there's something like five, th- according to the WHO website, there's something like 5,000 cases a year. 5,000 pe- cases? Yeah. But we're on top of it. Right, we, can, okay. we know what yeah, it is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah but it's, uh, it's probably something really simple to fix as well, isn't it? It's not I a line. I would imagine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Otherwise, we'd be fucked. In 2017, there was an outbreak in Madagascar. In June 2018, a kid died in the US from Black Death, which is, you wouldn't expect that. But it just shows, man, it can it can go anywhere. I know, yeah. But how, how, how much neglect do you have to it's leave not that person to, to end up dying from okay, the plague. Okay, yeah. How long do you have to le- leave it? Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's a kid, was it, did you say? Yes, it's possibly because it was a child. But smaller. I yeah, but know. you know what I mean? When how ill do they need to get before you go, actually just, you know, because they're meant to get sores and stuff, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. So you'd think, well, we might need to see a doctor about this and they go, plague. Point <laughs> at him and go, plague. Get, give him a, di- a dig a hole, put a pit, the plague pit. I think it could have been some underlying... Health issues with that. I, d- I don't know. I didn't look into that case. In um, in 2019, there was a, a couple in Mongolia hunting monkeys, and, and they died. They caught it. And that sounds like the beginning of a horror film, doesn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? You hear the two people, they're out there blasting fucking monkeys. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they die. 
and it spreads pl- it like an apocalypse. And that's where they reckon the plague. No, no, that no. Was, that was um, this year. Oh right, this year. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. No, no, it was this year. Some people right. hunting, so it's it's still kicking about. It's not going to go. And not surprisingly, we've used it as a biological weapon as well. Because you, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably not a very good one now. Because they go, oh, there's plague. Yeah, you can fix it. It was in 1940. I think the Japanese army filled bombs up with fleas that were infected with bubonic plague. And they were going, have that or have that. And then just, just dropping them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dropping the bomb on them. Horrific. Imagine Hor- that. You'd be like, oh, shit, it's going to blow. And you go, And then there's a fleas just come out. You're like, that's a shit bomb. Okay. And then, like, about a week later, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. It's been consistently um, present everywhere in Europe between the years 13. 46 and 1671 there wasn't a year where there wasn't an outbreak it's it's always always had something for, f- for over 300 years until we started to figure this shit out it was constantly present pretty much <laughs> fucking mad Every, i mean you imagine that so you you're living in a time fearing this invisible killer and it's always around, around. every there. few years someone down the road starts fucking dying and then it sweeps through Wipes out. So he arrived in London in um, 1348, and there were major outbreaks every 20 to 30 years, which killed uh, approximately 20% of London's population each time. Really? Every, every time? Twi- every 20 to 30 years. <laughs> got He got hit six independent times in the 14th century alone. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, the popul- if it's going down 20% each time, are they catching that up before the next lot comes along? Probably not. 20 to 30 year gap. I don't know. Maybe. It's not good though, is it? You'll be born for the plague. You have to breed. Otherwise, if you don't, you're going to get plagues up anyway. I think this happened in other places too, like um, continuous sporadic outbreaks. And we just have to take it on the chin until we figured out what it was, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because you you imagine if like Ebola did that, broke out and went rampant, half the world. That one, I suppose, is probably meant to be harsher because it kind of wipes you out quite quickly, that one, didn't it? Yeah. And we were completely clueless. Yeah. Something like that would blast us back to the Victorian era. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Because everyone would just lock themselves away, wouldn't they? And yeah. And they'd have to. Infrastructure would fail. But then as soon as they come out, after they think it's gone, it'd just get you again, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like, fuck it. Think of the mass amount of... Bo- what are we going to do with all the bodies? Yeah. Imagine if, like, every other person or every third person or fourth person started dying. You need to get rid of these bodies. What do you do? Do you set fire to them? Do you dig a hole and try and get Gary to put them in? Because no one likes Gary, obviously. They'll just be mounding up, mate. Won't be enough people to get rid of them. Leave it for the crows. And then we got like, and then we got like Ebola crows. Ebola crow bombs. <laughs> Eyes bleeding. <laughs> like, no! It's like a zombie crow thing going what on. What have we done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's mainly, so from my research, from looking at it, it's, it seems to mainly be associated with Europe in the history books on the on the um, you know on the on the websites, but it didn't originate there. It actually came from China or possibly Mongolia. Right. Okay. Gets a bit murky, depending on which sort of line of thought you want to follow. Um, and b- by the way, there was three different types of plague. You had the bubonic plague, mm-hmm. the septicemic plague, and the pneumonic plague. So pneumonic so was it covered all bases, basically. Yeah, yeah, like lungs. And the bubonic plague was the uh, lymph node, and the septicemic was uh, was blood. Mm-hmm. Um, that fucked you up there. Um, so what the scientists have done, they use gene sequencing, and they traced their way through the past, all the people that have died, to figure out where the plague came from. 
and uh, the body sort of points to it coming from Asia. Um, and like Chinese records aren't as detailed as the ones in Europe. So when we start looking at there, it's like, okay, well, we've got European outbreak, we've got the European records, mm-hmm. and we think it came from China. What are their records like? Not as good, but we think the first instances of the, the second pandemic, the one we're going to talk about, the bubonic plague, came in 1308 after a famine. Mm-hmm. This was 30 years before it arrived in Europe. And some historians actually reckon it might have spread up the fall of the Mongol rule over China. Right, okay. <coughs> now, they say this because something big definitely happened around that time. The, uh, the records show that in the 1200s, the population of China was 120 million. But then there was like a census carried out in the late, I think it was thir- like 1390 or something like that, post-plague. And the, the living population was, was only 65 million. So somewhere nearly 50% of, the, of China had died. <coughs> that which is like fifty or sixty percent of them. <coughs> yeah, around that, mate. Yeah, it seems to be. And that's what how they reckon Mongolia sort of. Well, no, they just know that it was something big was happening. Yeah, because mm. the, the European records are are pretty good actually. Yeah, they've got so c- good record keeping. Kind of in the dark what happened in China, but this does indicate that something big was. I mean, that's not all the plague. Yeah, yeah. People are stabbing each other. There's was wars it? going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, what's his name? Um, not Khan. Is it Khan? It, well, he would have been. This, would have been one of his like sons, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah. Genghis Khan Junior. <laughs> Genghis Khan. Gary Khan. Gary Khan. Well, it's never related to him. Amir like, Khan. Li- it's like it's not em- everyone literally is related to him, aren't they? It's like one yeah. in one in fifty blokes or one in forty blokes related to to what's his face. How did he not get an STI or an STD? Probably did. Just he must have done. Didn't care. Probably died from an STD. Probably made them. It was him. Yeah. Invented them, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so we know it was 100% China, 100% in China years before that. It was actually 2,600 years ago. We've kind of looked at the uh, the evidence and it was around then, but it never really got the chance to spread because of lower populations. So there were like sporadic local outbreaks, but they'd burn themselves out pretty quickly until population densities grew high enough um, to allow epidem- epidemic levels of, of transmission. And in all, there were eight separate outbreaks that point to one specific area, which indicates towards the end of the um, the eastern end of the Silk Road, which was a, a massive trade route used for like import, export, and, and travelling. Right. And from there, it made its way across. Well, you can imagine massive, huge areas of land spreading like wildfire, fucking everybody up until it arrived in Europe via um, land and sea, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I mean, it's it's an important question to say how the, how did it how did the first transmissions occur, considering how many people it killed? It's a worthy question, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So we think it came from some form of local environmental change back in uh, in China, possibly a drying of specific areas mm-hmm. near the uh, the Silk Road that forced rats and humans to move closer to water sources. Okay. Where they obviously inevitably Shit and piss and do all sorts come into yeah. contact, yeah. And um, but it also could have been a wet a wet period. I read, so they don't really know. So yeah, oh right, okay. So it's one or the other. They reckon possibly something forced us to be. It could have just been. I thought could have just been populations. Surely, if 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 the human population starts to to explode, we are dirty fuckers and we leave a lot of mess around. And surely the rat population would explode with it. Mm. Doesn't necessarily mean we have to force together. We could have just come together as, you know, part and parcel of the course. Mm. So some of these rats, more specifically, black rats, 
carried a bacteria called Yersinia pestis. And this bacteria was able to jump from rats to humans via fleas who had fed on infected rat blood. So it's a tiny bite from a flea. That's all it right. took. And the, bra- the bacteria spread like fuck amongst the, wild, the uh, rat populations. And obviously, we transported the rat population everywhere. Right, okay. So yeah, it just spreads like wildfire then. And so Yersinia pestis wasn't... F- I don't think it was discovered until somewhere in the 19th century. And then we were able to start combating it with antibiotics and shit like that. Until then, it was like, good luck. You're on your own. <laughs> You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. See you later. Well, there's no. There's you no got the plague. <laughs> Time to leave. Yeah, there was nothing they could do, Stay man. Stay in this room and die. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking scary shit, man. There's also, I wouldn't say they're emerging theories, but there's different lines of thought knocking about which point blame at anthrax, like an anthrax outbreak, or, p- or possibly Ebola. Ebola. Ooh, Ebola. <laughs> like a hemorrhagic fever. <laughs> so it arrived in Europe in October. 1347 on board 12 Genoese trading ships that came in from the Black Sea right more specifically okay. they came in from the Crimean city fortress of Kaffa as it was known then mm. it's not known that that is begins with an F I didn't write down whatever um, they, this this fortress city was at the time under siege from the Mongol army strangely right, okay. enough yeah, yeah. and at the time because it was a fortress city that the, the, uh, the Mongol army weren't able to, to get in and they started dying, just dropping down dead. So the lads inside the uh, in inside Kaffa were looking out and going, "Look at them all! They're dying! Ha ha! It must be God. He sent something to kill our enemy." So what the Mongols did is they went, "Fuck it! Let's just start catapulting dead bodies over the wall, and oh, right. slinging them over." And nobody knew. Yeah, they just done it just to sort of brass them off, and, and it, like actually was killing them. Yeah, and it was slinging in like plague-infected corpses. It's like the first like sort of. Chemical warfare. It's biological warfare. Yeah, biological, yeah. Yeah. So the, the, these bodies would come in, people would pick them up, move them, get ready, and it, I think people were fleeing, essentially. No pun intended with fleeing. <laughs> um, and they got on these trading boats, and when these boats fled, and they docked at the European port city of um, Messina in Sicily, all hell broke loose. Most of the sailors were already dead on board, and the ones that were still alive, they had, like, black boils and bleeding and just you know it wasn't pretty good <laughs> so this could have been like the most successful biological weapon ever used the yeah, mongol yeah. army could have just unleashed health that would last for over 300 years but like by accident because they didn't realize they was doing it just to piss them off in the end weren't they i'm yeah. guessing they were just like you know i mean just fling their dead bodies over yeah. we don't need them here let's just piss them off throw <laughs> some dead bodies over so they reckon they could, you know the numbers are hard to guess, but it's a sizable number of the population of the planet was was wiped out because of this. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the port authorities got rid of these boats immediately. They were like, off you go. See you later. You can't hang around here. But it, it was too late. These boats, like all boats at the time, had a an unintended rat population who had carried fleas. And it seems that a few of these fleas, all rats, must have got off and... Uh, that was what was responsible for the the beginning of the European outbreak. But there's actually a, accounts from that day, which is mad, considering it was back in the, you know 1347. Some people um, were there to see the uh, the people on the boats, and like uh, I've got this one account. Um, it's sort of old timey talk, and it goes: it says uh, the sailors brought in their bones a, di- a disease so violent that whoever spoke a word to them was infected and could in no way save himself from death. To those whom the disease was transmitted by infection of the breath, 
were stricken with pains all over the body and felt a terrible lassitude. Then appeared a pustule-like lentil. From this, the infection penetrated the body and violent, bloody vomiting began. It lasted for a period of three days, ending in death. See, see, they're still trying to blame blame it on pirates. I mean, everyone (laughs) loves a pirate. It's crazy, though, that there's accounts. I find that mad that somebody wrote down what they fucking saw. The beginning of the European outbreak of the Black Death. It's mad. So back then, <coughs> it was utterly unknown. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there you go. On that, it's like you speak to the pirates, you die. It's like <laughs> they think it's some sort of curse or something, don't they? Yeah. That's what they're probably thinking. That's probably what it means. They know it's a virus because they've said, but like also they probably think, fucking hell. You know it's what I mean? some crazy, they brought with them death and it's just going to be around. <laughs> and there's nothing we can do about it. They'd, people reckon that they'd heard, like there's rec- accounts of um, a distant pestilence, some sort of, you know, disease that was taking people out. So they were, they knew something was around. Yeah. But it didn't matter, man. You were sitting ducks. So like we said, predominantly it was passed via infected fleas who'd fed, who'd fed on, you know, rats carrying the bacteria. Yeah. And after the rat died, the flea was forced to move to another host. Because that's the thing, man. The, the bacteria killed the host it was in like human or rodent so that's why it thrives in in dense populations because every fucker's going to die so it needs to move around in sparse populated areas the plague would would flare up and then just die out because everybody died so yeah she had no host to eat and do what it's doing but you could imagine then in dense populations it was ruthless well yeah it's just going to just literally like you say just bowl straight through it all and just kill everyone isn't it and everything It's a perfect storm. You could also catch it from people carrying infected fleas, you know, like in their hair or their clothes, because everybody was dirty back then. Yeah, dirty fuckers. Like if a flea jumped off them onto you and then bit you, you're fucked. Um, You could get (laughs) it from being exposed to infected bodily fluids, like if somebody coughed or sneezed on you, or if you were handling a dead body, which literally everybody did towards the end. It was carnage, mate. Um, People were... People like actually died from touching infected person's clothing like if there was a pile of it in the corner you'd pick it that's how how aggressive it was it was a right bastard and to make matters worse it had an incubation period of um, around a week in some instances uh, which really fucked us because you'd be you'd have it and not know yeah you'd walk around and you, yeah and obviously you're getting in contact with other people and then yeah but it's what he going through them then isn't it it's already fucking them up big time so you were cool for a few days and then you got a fever you got chills headache you became increasingly fatigued with muscle aches it sounds like a onset of the flu really but then it would visibly show itself in the lymph glands like fluid filled swellings called bubos would develop and that's where it got its name from and these lymph swellings were either in the groin or in your armpit or your neck and they'd swell up to the I mean they about the size of an apple Pretty fucking, pretty big, and they'd yeah, o- yeah. ooze blood and pus. Incredibly painful. Even just to lightly touch it would cause agony. And they get so big, like on your neck, it would force your head onto the onto its side because you've got this giant fucking welt just growing out. Fuck. And there's nothing you can do. You know what's going to happen to you. Follow- you just want to get a pin and pop it. They did, thinking that would stop it, and it just made it worse because it just spreads in, sort of thing. That's what they try. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you live and you learn, don't you? Or you die and you learn, in, in their case. Yeah, a lot of people have to die for us to figure this out. What you should do is just line everyone up and shoot them. <laughs> Didn't have guns, mate. Or did they? Don't know. Stop, well, stab them. Some form of clothes. projectile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Throw dead bodies at them. 
You could do, man. Kill them with kill them with corpses. Yeah, that's what do what do what the Mongolians did. <laughs> <laughs> just throw them, this is how to get rid of them. So you'd also be like really badly shitting and puking blood. It would be coming out of everywhere, bleeding from your mouth, your nose, your ass. Blood would pool up underneath your skin. People went into shock. Shock killed a lot of people because you knew what was coming. There's yeah, yeah. no way out of it. Then uh, your skin would turn black as your as you know tissue started to die. I think that's why it's called the Black Death because you know and it made you go black. Sort of some thing. parts of it. People were terrified, mate. No Don't idea surprise what's me. happening to humanity. Don't surprise me. I think I'd be terrified if if you you knew it's killing people and it's catching up with you and you know it spreads. And you're like the neighbours got it. Oh shit! What would you do if something like that actually started to you know happen and spread around <sighs> rapidly? Shrug my shoulders and go oh, fuck it. You just got to lock yourself away, haven't you? Yeah. Just be, you know like these doomsday preppers things. You know, like, I bet you there's a Black Plague uh, Doomsday pre- Preppers out there somewhere. I think they're preppers. That would cover it. A lock-up buried under the ground in your garden, sealed with its own air system. You'd probably be all right. <laughs> as long as you haven't got rats or fleas. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, You'd have to have like, rat traps everywhere as well. Yeah. That's not, you know the song Ring and Ring of Roses? Yeah. That was about it. I don't think that was around in the 1300s. No, apparently I think the song's about the plague, isn't it? Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like the Ring. roses were marks. Yeah, like little, little, like, like saw marks, weren't they? Yeah. Ring of roses. Yeah. Um, tissue, tissue, we all fall down. And You're dead. And the poses were um, sweet smelling flowers. Yeah. Because they thought it was transmitted via the air as well. So, And the rest, obviously, is self explanatory. Yeah, and then tissue, tissue, we all fall down. You're dead. That's what it means. So we know it, tr- it spread on the trade routes, but what. What's amazing is how fast it actually spread because after its arrival in Europe in 1347, records were kept detailing locations of outbreaks. And from this, we've been able to work out that it spread at a rate of somewhere between 4 and 12 kilometres a day, killing almost everybody that got infected. Now that's quick, isn't it? Rapid as fuck. Yeah, that is rapid. It's like a fucking half marathon. It's travelling each day. Well, it shows how... Devastating it was, considering transport was so sh- shit compared to what it is now. Yeah, it's just people close to each other and people passing it on like that. I'm, sp- I'm assuming, and it's if it can spread that much in a day, that's impressive. Very impressive in all directions. Mm. So it's doing a marathon each day. Mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. And it had a mortality rate of around sixty percent. So just flip a coin. Once you've got it, flip a coin. You might, you might live. You may die. Yeah. And I also think that's sixty percent mortality is, is um, if you're. In prime physical health, yeah, yeah, because you're gonna, your body's about to go through some hardcore shit. So yeah. if you're slightly, if you're like age of eighteen and you're and you like do Olympic stuff, then you might survive, maybe. Yeah, but like, how healthy is somebody in the 1300s? Probably Don't not. Pro- eating, mm, yeah, depends who you are, I suppose. But you're not, your diet's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not nice. They might be tougher actually. They might have like, harder immune systems because they're exposed to a lot more shit. Maybe, but. Um, I suppose the, uh, that's a good. That'd be a good experiment, wouldn't it? Bring someone back from like, from like the eleven hundreds or something, and one of us, and just put us in the same situation. So Problem is, we, yeah, but someone who's not vaccinated by anything, and just like, just let them sit in a room and see what happens yeah. over years. Yeah, I reckon they were harder, man. No one had, nobody was lac- lactose intolerant, were they, back in the thirteen hundreds? <laughs> no. I know it's, it's just got an allergy. Well, you're dead then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. I've got an allergy. I've got this allergy. I've got this dead, allergy. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. That's probably why. Uh, you know, they're pro- probably why they're all pretty fit because everyone was dead before they. You know, before they 
Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it, it weeded out the week. Yeah, because Early. straight away, because like it's you know we didn't know how to deal with it. It's not another dead. Just right? imagine, man, like the so head just swelled up and exploded. I don't know why. Just just did. Oh well. Anyway, just <laughs> imagine like your missus giving birth in the 1300s. That that's terrifying. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. That's so dangerous. Being pregnant must have been terrifying. Yeah, because you can. Yeah, because loads of people died, didn't they? Yeah. Birth and stuff and awful, man. Awful. So we had no idea what it was or where it came from or how it spread, but then they came up with some ideas and actually <laughs> they thought that it, it was spread by sight. So simply looking at somebody who had the black day was... Looking at someone like it. It's like, yeah. it's like a superpower. <laughs> a bubonic plague, man. Got you. <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah. You looked at me for a second. You're fucked. It's like, was it Medusa with the fucking... Yeah. When you turn into the stone or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. I suppose thinking about it, though, it seems to spread invisibly. It might do. Thinking about they thought thinking about it would like say like if you well, don't think about it, don't think about it too much. And then you're thinking about it because you're thinking about it because you're not trying to think about it. Ah, I'm <laughs> yeah. dead. Don't think about a pink elephant. Fuck, I've got the plague. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bad air. So like the smell, which I suppose is partly if you're surrounded by corpses. Yeah, and, and, getting and, in. yeah and the bubonic plague surfing it like a you know like a like an Aussie going <laughs> towards you. You know what I mean? You're gonna be you're gonna get battered by it, aren't you? Greed. So, like, wanting too much food or having too much money. And you get it because of that? Greed. Yeah, that's kind of like a sort of... It's got religious implications, something like God's doing that to you. Yeah, because, because you've got money. And yeah. because cause you're greedy, you deserve to die. Yeah. Who the fuck knows if you're eating too many potatoes? What, he, he, God was vicious back in the day, he wasn't he? Merciless cunt. He was? Horrible think, bastard. Think about it, you know. Think about Noah's thing. And you just... Some, lad, some lads fighting and he's just like right, let's rinse everything <laughs> basically and start again I know uh, flood the earth kill everybody S- kill everything um, Noah yeah you right, mate um, little 800 year old man can you get one of every species including or two insects. two of every species and just put it on a boat including insects and the ones that aren't known to science because why, why, why do you want to why, why do you want to do that God um, basically, I want to do it because I want to eradicate everything. Because I saw some people having a bit of a, a bitch fight down there. What? So I, I commit yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to kill you all, basically. End so humanity. I'm going to let you decide which one survive. But you, you know, just make sure they don't fight on the boat. Because <laughs> you know, I might end up flooding the boat or setting fire to it. You know what I mean? They also thought sex would spread it, which is probably right. Yeah, could do, I suppose. So, like, don't hire a black death-infected sex worker. Bubonic muff diving is not advisable. Yeah, I think I think you'd know, wouldn't you? If they come <coughs> coughing with bl- balls, boils on them, you'd be like, I think I'll give you a miss. Witchcraft. Some thought the position of the planets caused it. Okay. Astrology, literally. Yeah. Something to do with, like, Mars being in conjunction with Jupiter, suck some bad gas off it, and, like, because we lined up. It, seriously, that's what, I mean, it's madness, isn't it? And like you were saying before, the most common line of thought was that it came from God because he was pissed off, which seems really unreasonable, doesn't it? Yeah, it really, I mean, what about the people who haven't done anything? What about the people who are actually helping people? And he's just going to stuff it and going to kill you as well. Yeah, what the love, man? Fuck them. So, <laughs> so, so by this logic, the only way to, if you believed in that, which most people did, the only way to beat the plague was to win over the Lord's forgiveness. Yeah, um, yeah. And they did this um, by purging their communities... Of, of people they didn't like, heretics, non-believers. So killing them. Infidels, general troublemakers, and anyone they didn't like the look of. When when I say purge, they, I mean kill, kill them mercilessly. Yeah, Just yeah, kill the fuck out of them. Yeah. 
but it, it makes me it makes you think right because uh, someone's got to rally them to do it right they're saying it's God and all that there's got there's going to be one person out there who goes well there's people we don't like here God must be telling us to kill them um the plague's killing everything and you're just going everything. around killing killing more people yeah because you think that's going to help it yeah well done that's going to really work that is so this attitude propagated some really, really fucked up shit. It didn't take long for humans to be humans. So at the time, Christians thought that it was spread by Jews who were who were poisoning their water wells, like in villages. Right. Uh, people were dumb, man. Because Jews are dying just as many. As yeah. As every, so yeah, it's everyone's dying. Yeah. It's not like it's not just picking it onto a certain race or a certain religion or whatever. Jewish Everyone's communities dying. were getting yeah. whacked and they were like, it's them. Like, How? What the fuck are you <laughs> thinking <laughs> about what you're saying? But because of this, thousands of, of you know Jews were horrifically targeted and murdered. 20,000 were burned in Strasbourg in, in one year alone. I think 1348. 20,000 of them? In a year. In a year? And in th- by 1351, over 200 known Jewish communities have been completely wiped out. What what was the, why why does everyone hate the Jews? I don't I'm not I don't mean that now. I mean why does why do why they historically get a panning? Yeah yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's strange, well, isn't no it? No idea. Strange. But it was ruthless, mate. Mm. It was a. Uh, it became lawless. People like used it as an opportunity. This entire sort of breakdown that was happening around them um, as a as a cover to do horrific shit. Because uh, like we were saying, other than the Christians getting the going at the Jews a lot of them were indebted to Jews so they just murdered them like fuck it I'm not paying you the money back kill them and then just blame it on the Black Death and so they don't have no debt you mean and all that or yeah. whatever yeah just One get away doing it. it there were massacres in France Italy and Switzerland also in Germany even before the plague had arrived so they're just using it as an excuse basically yeah, like, we've heard that the, the Jews are poisoning the water wells it hasn't hit us yet let's kill them before they do it here Oh, look, it's here anyway. That's the only logic I can think of. Oh, and look, they're all dying anyway because of the plague. Preemptive strike. (laughs) Fucking wankers, man. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. The people lost faith in doctors. I say doctors. Use air quotes there. Claiming that they said said, um, to be a doctor, you only need three qualifications. The first one, number one, be able to lie. Is that that honestly? Yep. Number two, pretend to be honest. And number (laughs) three, to cause death without guilt. Sounds like a politician. (laughs) <laughs> it's because the doctors no matter what they did was was having zero effect yeah yeah so why would they assume that you know that they're clear they're like you you'll be fine you'll be fine yeah trust me it's not the plague because of this people like thought fuck it we'll have to just treat ourselves um have a go treatments cropped up everywhere mm. it's just people like throwing anything at the wall to see if it's stuck well you would it, wouldn't try, you, try. you kind of would wouldn't you i suppose if nothing's working and you think um I don't know, I'll rub some bay leaves against a twig or something and eat the twig and see what happens, you know what I mean? Well, often people would die when the doctor visited because the doctor... was full of the plague. In- <laughs> yeah, if there's an incubation <laughs> period of, of, say, like six days and he's seeing various people and then he comes around to you and then you f- then you get it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the doctor's dead as well, so you can't even call the doctor. Why? He, he, died, he died from the plague. Everybody's dead. <laughs> Everybody's dead. What are you going to do? Ah! Mr. Plague over here coming over. Shocking, mate. So one of the things that they did to try and combat it themselves was bloodletting, so deliberately cutting themselves uh, to try and let the bad blood bleed out. Thinking that would help. Yeah. I kind of get why they'd use why they'd do that in, I d- in a I fucked do. up way. I do, but if there's a tiny bit still in the blood, though, it's 
it's just going to come back well, as strong, isn't it? It's not going to do anything because you've got a, a bacterial infection. Yeah, it's just going to come back as strong as it was before and you'll just be fucked. Yeah. So you might be prolonging maybe. If I don't know. I'm the, not a doctor. The logic's like, I suppose my blood must be bad. Let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of some of it, yeah. They also use leeches as well. Yeah, I heard that. Le- I've heard leech one because apparently they leeches at the badness. Well, they, they just drank the blood, didn't they? But drank the blood and took the badness out. <coughs> and you're like, um. But the leeches didn't die. Didn't they? No, because it didn't. It didn't affect them. Cool. So I like, suppose what's going it, on? did it affect animals? Um, yes. Do we know? Yeah. Well, it affects. Uh, um, Obviously, like it was in fleas and stuff, which were their carriers, but uh, and rats. I don't know if it affected livestock. Livestock was affected just because the pro- the approximation to humans because yeah, we yeah. weren't there. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it actually. I know it killed black rats. I should have looked into that. You mean like goats, lambs, and yeah, just a, like any animals, I suppose. I mean, obviously the fleas is obviously a um, a um, carrier. Um, rats. I don't know if they had it themselves, but they're obviously a carrier as well. Yeah, the ra- rats died. They got did in. they? Yes. So so they they could get it then. And yes. Um, but then, obviously, I mean, like, like birds, like, I've seen... Maybe. Blue tits, you know, <laughs> or whatever. That's for everybody to find out themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can blue tits get the plague? So they said of bloodletting, if you, if an ulcer appears near the end, near the ear or the throat, you need to take blood from the arm on that side and from the vein in between the thumb and the first finger. Very specific. And if you have an, ul- an ulcer in the groin, which sounds great, to be fair, then you have to open up the vein... Um, in the foot between the big toe and its neighbour, apparently. That's their right, right okay. <laughs> way of saying it. Okay. And I doubt they sterilised their... Yeah. Uh, ni- like, pass us that knife when you're done cutting into your own bl- like black death yeah. blood. The black death doctor. Have you cleaned that blade? No. How many people have you done today? 65. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know about <laughs> Just that. Just passing more black death along, yeah. They had no idea. No, they didn't know, did they? No, they had no idea. Apparently drinking vinegar... Was I think I was probably just drinking wine back in the day, but they reckon that would help combat it. Right. Eating crushed minerals, so handfuls of dirt. <laughs> just see if that helps, yeah. Small amounts of arsenic or mercury were also consumed because they knew that shit killed stuff. So right. may, maybe try a, a tiny little bit and see if that gets rid of it. Oh, whoops. Granny's dead. Granny's ha- fallen into a coma and is not going to wake up. Yeah. That could easily happen. Mm. I mean, they're not fucking measuring dosages, you know, are they? No, no. One, they don't know what they're fucking doing. Just having a go, mate. Sitting close to a fire, apparently. Or going down the sewers if you've got them. They believe that would drive out the fever. Or fumigate in your house with herbs to purify right. the air. So it must have stank everywhere. Yeah. Just death and plague. Whatever the plague smelt like. Yeah. Well, rotten people. Pope Clement, I think he was in like 1340. He was a vi- because he was like obviously top dog. He was like, how the fuck do I survive this? And he was he sealed himself in a room with the um, with like fire airlocks. Okay. And when it, whenever he, people came in, he was he had fires either side of him. I don't know. Might have worked. Did he survive through that? No. Did he not get? The, did he got the plague? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, God God wanted to rinse everyone with it. So rubbing onions on open sores is a favourite. Oh, that sounds very nice. And this is one of my, my personal favourite. The Vickery method. I love this one. So what you do is you grab a chicken, you need to pluck its ass free from feathers, right? And then strap it, somehow strap it to an open infected sore. The chicken's ass. Yes, the be- it's bare ass. So you've got people lying there, half dead with the plague, and a chicken <laughs> strapped to the leg. What the fuck? Apparently, then you, you, you take the chicken off when it got sick, give it a wash, and then strap it back on, and rinse and repeat. So it sounds like heaven. And it was, re- it was really fucked because the same chicken was used on multiple people. So you're effectively just rubbing 
Black what? death infected chicken arse on yourself. The fuck? Who came up with that one? Have a go, hero. That's like clutching at straws. You know, you're saying that, uh, you know, they all had their own home remedies. There's one fellow who's tried about a billion and then he's gone, chicken's arse. Monkey tennis. <laughs> yeah, chicken's arse attached to it, maybe. Yeah. Clean it every once in a while and then put it back on. Just try it. Chicken's dead. You're dead. Ah. <sighs> Um, try again try again it will work <laughs> trial and error mate just I think uh, like just slapping you on the left cheek as hard as I can sometimes knocks the plague out the right side of your body drinking a cup of plague yeah <laughs> <laughs> try and counteract it, act it with the plague rich people would grind up emeralds into like a powder and then mix it with water and then drink it so it's like just drinking glass water innit yeah but that was a nice it's piss like a torture out. isn't it as well yeah you're getting the plague I'll tell you what why don't you just uh, sit on this chair and what we'll do is we'll stretch you read <laughs> <laughs> as well. Doctors would smear you with shit, like open sores with human excrement. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. I can't even. I mean, why? Why would you even think that? I don't know. What did I think? The the thing is, it's it's you got this why, but what why what made them think that? You know, what was in the poo? What what did they think at the time was in human poo, which probably, was good? Probably some form of bacteria that they didn't know existed. I don't know. No idea, mate. I've no idea. Or do you reckon they did? She just went, I don't know, should we just... Just try it. Just try and rub a bit of poo in, see yeah. what happens. Try it. Just eat vegetables for a week and then rub that poo in you and see if it does any different. Yeah. They also used to take baths in piss multiple times a day. Didn't work, obviously. You just come out stinking of piss. And that kind of like created an industry. Like for uninfected piss, people would pay for un- like vats of uninfected piss and then just bathe in it thinking that, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> But does that mean, though, that someone's come out and said, I had the Black Plague and it fixed me? There are buy, the, buy this piss, that. $50 a barrel. <laughs> well, there, obviously not that much back then. There but, are uh, instances of that happening. Like one guy, I think, in London who had the plague was... Um, but some people can be immune to it, though, as well, just automatically. Yeah, probably. Be a small population. Yeah. This one particular account of a guy in London who had the plague and was, you know, you're going to die, mate. He woke up in the night, tried to get, I say, a glass of water. It was probably like a wooden goblet of water. and Lead or something, yeah, actually. Something. Yeah. And he accidentally drank a pint of fat or you know, an, an How amount. How did he accidentally drink a pint of fat? Because he had bubonic plague and he was tripping. I was just saying, because surely when you start drinking, you go, what the fuck? He didn't know what was happening. He just knocked it and he got better. Right, okay. So then that led to people like just consuming vast quantities of fat. Right, okay. Giving you heart attacks and shit. It didn't fucking work. Start of obesity there. I think it's time to get another drink, mate. Let's do it. Like you were saying before, religion was the dogs back then. Mm. So because of the suspected religious causes, i.e. God being a, a genocidal maniac, people would gather in large groups and make whips and they'd walk around villages and whipping themselves called flagellation. Right. Which is just kind of, I think they did this because they thought harming themselves would make God have pity on them. The people are fucked in the head, aren't they? And it like and spare them from the disease. And if you already had it, have pity on them. It, it wouldn't God look down and go, they're whipping each other. 
I ain't got no pity on that. Because I also know what they're thinking, and they're thinking that this is going to make me happy for some reason, watching the people that I've spawned and created hurt themselves. Yeah. And like people, like, or it would take it away from you. Or oh, yeah, protect yeah. you from it in general, you know what I mean? You're and immune to it after that. Bit of a whipping and you're fine. And I suppose it was kind of like, in a way, a little bit of, um, it was like bloodletting because you'd be fit, cutting yourself open with whips, walking yeah, yeah, around yeah. barefoot, just marching through villages. And But it, it, mate, it was just, all it did was spread. Yeah, so so I went blood everywhere. So say, it'd be plague blood, blood and also probably more open to be to catch the plague if you didn't have it if Absolutely. you open wounds and stuff wouldn't you but people would join in with these like groups and stand there and go whip me as well and like hang on you're getting whipped with a fucking whip which has hit five people and cut them don't do that so it sounds like some sort of like mad like 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 hostile situation like like you it's know the end of the world yeah yeah it's just like what the fuck's going on it'd be interesting to see what the plague numbers the mortality rate would be if they had a clue like they say, okay, it's spread by bacteria, but we there's nothing we can do. But, well, yeah, we we can't we can't stop it. We can protect ourselves, but as we, can we can maybe hide ourselves or or whatever. How low? Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see that. But it's, the Italians got battered, and they um they tried to introduce a forty day quarantine period, mm-hmm. which is smart. You know, if you're ill, stay at home. If you're not ill, stay at home. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In ta- in um in France, they cottoned on that deaths would um would appear in, in areas when infected travellers came in. Okay. So they try and keep them at, at bay. And in London, they use bales of straw. They like hang them on a pole outside an infected person's house for 40 days. Well, just to say that there's an infected person here. Yes, it wasn't like, you know, the, the bale of hay is going to suck the plague yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, don't go there. Yeah, don't go near it because this person's locked away and is dying from the plague. And and also people who had the plague or were living in infected homes, they had to carry, when they went out, like a white stick so other people would be able to identify. I'd say don't do that because you they're going to purge the fuck out of you. Yeah, yeah. If they think that you've got the plague or being near Especially it. if you're close to them, yeah. They'll be like, you fucker. Purge him. Didn't see you. He snuck up behind me. It didn't matter, mate. Everyone was fucked. There's yeah, nothing yeah. they could do. Nothing worked. And as the pandemic spread, the bodies piled up in, in the streets, literally, which started to cause <laughs> problems, to say the least. Nobody knew what to do with this sudden onslaught of, of dead bodies. Nobody knew how to cope. If you think about it, how how many people there actually were just rapidly dying. Hmm. There wasn't hardly anyone to get rid of it. And people didn't want to touch the dead bodies. They were either too ill to clear them away. And there were millions millions of people dying everywhere nobody were checking on family members because they were getting scared of of infection possibilities bodies lay in houses completely undiscovered until the smell started (laughs) permeate out into streets and they're like oh fuck me someone's dead in there it sounded like death everywhere the thing is I bet you they thought that if they could smell the death in the air the plague's in that as well yes so it's like oh fuck I've got a chance I've got it now yeah yeah and there was a hell of a chance that you'd got it back then, even if you're just alive. But opportunity knocks for the brave because the sheer number of corpses was, was kind of like an opening for body collectors, like an old school GoFundMe or startup. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like, a business opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%, man. They, they didn't exist before that. And now, yeah. with, I mean, there were so many people everywhere. Plague, Someone had to do it. Plague, plague and Dig Society. That's what I'd call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. the name of the company, Plague and Dig. We well, dig graves, we bury your bodies. Well, they used to shout, bring out your dead. Like old school bin men, weren't they? Just wandering around. They're the heroes. They're the hardcore fuckers who just didn't give a shit. They were mad reckless, man. 
They go out in carts in the mornings and the evenings, and they had huge numbers of bodies to to shift, and there were backlogs everywhere. Just <laughs> it was dangerous work for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. and because biohazard suits hadn't been invented. <laughs> <laughs> they wore like these crazy you may have seen them like bird mask helmets like they're like this looks weird man I'll have to post a picture in the episode right. thing. and they've got like these long beaks they look really the last thing you want I mean if you imagine the mask that a body collector would wear it's in the 1300s and it's that does it look like some sort of like um like like the freaking um death himself basically yeah yeah, coming to get get you even if you're alive. It looks like that. Yeah, like now, like you could you could imagine someone saying, right, okay, we've got to go and collect these bodies, and we're gonna have to put make a mask. Should we try and make the mask as as friendly and and uh, you know as, as, I as think nice? That'd be, <laughs> I think that'd be more spooky once people get to know it, though. Imagine if it was like a friendly like like a baby's face or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> with that little laugh as well. Really You're nice. like, oh my god. So That'd be even this, more freakier. Just this big crow's head thing with a massive beak. And they used to fill the beak. The reason why it had a beak is that they, they shoved um, loads of flowers in it to combat the smell. Cause oh, right. They, so they thought that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's bad, isn't it, man? But they got covered in everything, as you would imagine. Mm-hmm. Dirty work. They got paid well. Doesn't surprise me. They're collecting all the manky bodies, which are killing everyone. But most of them ended up dead, mm-hmm. as you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, body collectors would also rob people's houses if everybody was dead on the inside. Oh, so they'd know and go, right, okay. Yeah, that's just what, that's one example of, of society starting to break down, which it did. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could imagine, I can definitely, I mean, how they didn't know that was going to happen. You could have predicted that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you could have, couldn't you? It's, you it's, it's in complete chaos. I mean, if, if the world's in complete chaos now with some sort of outbreak, there's going to be looting going on left, right and centre because they know they can get away with it because there's no point even bothering trying to stop it. Exactly. They would, there was also reports that the body collectors would go into houses and threaten to murder living people <clears throat> and say, like, you need I'll to pay me all your money now and if you don't, I'll just kill you. And so you got the plague. And I'll just put you on the car and I'll take you out and nobody will check. Nobody has a clue. No one's going to look at these bodies. Licence to kill. Pretty My much, name's man. Bond. James Bond. Yeah. The much. plague monster. They didn't dispose of the bodies. They just transported them to where they were being disposed of. Yeah, which was a, usually a massive pit, wasn't it? Because they had plague um, holes, didn't they, where they used to check yeah. like all of them, didn't they? Well, it was a problem to they didn't start have, like, It didn't have like single areas, did they? They still dig up plague pits, don't they, these days? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do, yeah. In Florence, there was the po- 60% of the population died within a few months. So corpses were... I mean, think about it, man. They're everywhere. And when we'd, you know, we'd struggle to find burial grounds now mm. if that amount of people so what happened is they used um churches back then they'd start digging huge pits in graveyards and then just fill them up and at the start of the day all the people that died during the night were delivered and thrown in um and like a small amount of dirt was put on top of them because there was no point filling it up completely because you if you do you're just gonna have to dig another one yeah because night by night by night time there'd be a fucking load more people. Yeah, yeah. It's like another, another like... Thousands yeah, more yeah. to throw in. So at sundown, the body collectors would drop off the day's takings, who, who were then thrown in. Then another couple of inches of soil were put on. Then they'd wait till dawn, throw in the night's takings, and then they'd wait till night, throw in the days, and then they'd just keep doing that until the pits were basically filled up with like a squidgy, soily, black death m- mess. Pit. Yeah, it's hor- th- thousands of people a day in cities, mate. They should have got paid per person. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> they definitely would be. Uh, yeah, they, they, you, well, you'd get rid of the bodies quicker, wouldn't you? 
Yeah. Because well, I, I reckon you would. Because, you because they're going to be all going, well, I've got 50 today or I've got 100 today. So it means I'm going to get... I don't know how they'd prove it because they can't have pictures or selfies with them. <laughs> Selfie. Got one. <laughs> Yeah, you know they'd I mean? probably say you just have to remove the big toe off everybody. <laughs> you know, like squirrel hunters have to remove the tail, yeah, stick it on a chain, and they're going through the bags. Like, okay, you got yeah, yeah. I'm counting the toes. Yeah, yeah, Two hundred and fifty yeah. toes, and now you've got the play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Entrepreneurs bought land though because there were so many people being buried. They bought land just for the sole purpose of burying people. Right. Okay. And like, so in short, you've got pits full of rotting plague corpses, hardly buried at all, which would inevitably attract dogs who would then pull the bodies out. Cities, like particularly in Italy. And drag them back in. Well, they'd just see dogs running around with like legs and shit. You know what I mean? You know it's next level. When you're looking out the window and you, your shih tzu's running around with your neighbour's leg in its mouth. <laughs> it's hardcore, man. The pits were massive, like you were saying. In London, they found, um, they found pits that have been layered with five or six deep with bodies just on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Tens, if not thousands, possibly. Hundreds and maybe thousands of pits in London. That yeah, left yeah. and there's like a an interactive plague pit mat uh, map of London, where like on the internet where like where where there's a pit there's a, a skull, to, okay, to, and it's just fucking full of skulls. Like there's just it just shows they're everywhere, mate. There's a, a place called Charterhouse Square in Farringdon, which is the largest mass grave, which is smack in the middle of London. There's around fifty thousand bodies buried in one pit alone. Nice, awful. I know where to go get your Halloween bone um, skeleton things from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such a, a trick or treat. Trick or treat at the door, and you got one of those there. And you go. To be honest, trick. No, you know they'll do a trick to you, and you go. The trick is you're going to die from the plague. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> nice trick. <laughs> As you can imagine, if you've got a, a pit with fifty thousand people in, they filled up pretty quickly, and digging large pits was. You gotta think, man. It must be knackering because they were only using shovels. I mean, I mean, hard fuckers. The people who were digging them. Yeah, it's hard. But if you're weak, we dug a pond. Yeah, didn't we? And that, that was that was fucking hardcore. Imagine trying to dig a pit for fifty thousand people, and you're doing it every day because it's just like we need more pits. What? I just done two yesterday. It was like my world record. I've got loads. I've yeah. got like eight eight tons of dirt out yesterday. <laughs> you yeah. tell me to do double that today. I'm they fucked. Were, they were the best at digging holes at that time. You could get, you could find a good hole digger yeah. like them. If you, g- you could bring one of those back and, you know, you could get them, you know, these roads on the side of the road, these people with diggers and, and they're there for ages and they're there for months with the with the um, uh, uh, tr- temporary traffic lights. Just get one of those b- plague diggers in. They'd get it all sorted in a day. <laughs> be watching this geezer going nuts digging up holes. Would, gas- yeah. So the thing is, because... Because the um, sheer amount of dead bodies and digging the pits with by hand is knackering. They were like, plus everyone was ill and weak and dying. There were less people to dig the pits. And they were like, we've just got to do something else because they're just mounding up now. We can't even dig holes fast enough. So they started burning them, which is probably the, the safest way, I'd say. P- pr- yeah, it uh, probably is the best way because you've you got a chance of uh, it, it might get rid You're of the destroying plague. destroying the disease. Yeah. Burning the, uh, the fleas. Probably should have done that in the first place, shouldn't they? But I suppose they don't know, like we say. Got a clue, mate. Everyone's just going, like, shrugging their shoulders, looking at each other, going, huh? Uh-huh. Monkey uh-huh. tennis? Monkey tennis? <laughs> Poo? Do, do, should we... A chicken's ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds very desperate yeah, to me. Are a vickery method? So they also threw bodies in rivers, which was perfect for drinking water and oh, yeah. bathing that people use. And towards the end, it got really, really grotty. People were just left in the streets to rot. Babies were lying on their dead mothers. You know, and I, I read that like um, a dead person, seeing a dead person was like seeing a dead goat. 
Just, no yeah, diggies. Yeah, just walk by. Oh, well. There's some accounts from survivors. Um, this one's from Italy. It's in old-timey talk, so. It said, all the citizens did little else except carry dead bodies to be buried. So that's all they did, man. <laughs> all the citizens did little else except move dead bodies. Dave, what are you doing today? Well, um, I've got some bodies to move. Um, you know, the usual. <laughs> it goes on to say that every church that they dug, uh, every church they dug deep pits down to the water table. Not sure if that's wise, but they did. The poor who died during the night were bundled up quickly and thrown into the pit. In the morning, when large numbers of bodies were found in the pit, they took some earth, shoveled it down onto the top of them, and then layered others on top of them, and then another layer of dirt, just as one makes lasagna with layers of pasta and cheese. Right, okay. Um, boy, you should have said that in the first place, or understood then. Black death body lasagna. Oh, sounds like something that, um, what's his face, Heston Blumenthal might try. try. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably will. The mate. black death lasagna. It's crazy, though, because it's mad, mad like there was no no record keeping at all whatsoever. There were just no finding out why people had died. They were just throwing in hundreds and thousands of bodies. So you can see how people would take advantage of that. Mm. Once they cottoned on, like, you could just fucking kill someone. Fuck that prick Gary down the road. Yeah, I'll just yeah. fucking hit him on the head with a hammer. Oh, just put him on the thing. Plague. Yeah, yeah. Mad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's a good way of getting rid of people, I suppose. That's what they did. Mm. Like, they found some pits where um, people have no evidence of the plague whatsoever. Right. Mm. I wonder how they got in there. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. I wonder if, yeah, exactly. And so there's so each their own, wasn't it, back then there? Yeah. At that point, it was kind of like, it's complete chaos. I'll tell you what. Well, I've always hated that prick. Yeah. It's getting murdered. There was another account from Tuscany. It said, in many places in Siena, great pits were dug and piled deep with a multitude of dead and there were also those who were so sparsely covered with dirt that the dogs dragged them out and devoured the bodies throughout the city. <laughs> One citizen avoided another. Hardly any neighbour troubled about others. Relatives never or hardly ever visited each other. Moreover, such terror was struck into the hearts of men and women by this calamity that brother abandoned brother, the uncle his nephew, and the sister her brother, and very often the wife her husband. And what's even worse and nearly incredible is that fathers and mothers refused to see or tend to their children as if they had not been theirs. Paints a dark picture, doesn't it? Yeah. Basically, save yourself! Mm, yeah. And then came the uh, inevitable knock-on effects um, food supply issues, because farmers were dead. Um, livestock was left unattended. Famine set in everywhere, compounding health problems. Crops and fields were left for years. Mm. People weren't touching it. Humanity was proper on its arse. Mm -hmm. Proper on its Heads of society were dying and weren't being replaced. Villages became ghost towns. Almost entire populations of people were lost, which led to looting in abandoned homes. Now, people were beginning to live fast and free. Society started to collapse. Anarchy was setting in and it was chaos. Yeah. Sounds like laugh, doesn't it? Well, they kind of though, aren't they? Because all, all the poor people, which was virtually everyone and still is, will see it as an opportunity to, to get what they can. Exactly. So in, in that situation, when it's complete chaos, like I was saying earlier on, if it was happened now, it'd be the same. The shops would be looted, the houses would be ransacked, everything would be just, and no one would be able to do anything. The ruling establishment had very little power left. Almost no control, no order. Uh, nobody believed they'd survive, so more like like any form of morality disappeared. Apparently, constant drinking, twenty four seven, and shagging was common. People were like, "We're not going to live. 
we're going to be dead in six months. Party. Fucking go for it. Party like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, it's bedlam. Nobody had the time to stop criminals. So it was just, you could imagine it. It's just carnage everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's Chaos. pissed, shagging each other, robbing houses. Piles of dead bodies on fire. Yeah. Piles of bodies in the ground. Yeah, who, some of them that were just murdered. Yeah. No one's checking. <laughs> Mad, mate. The impact on the economy from the Black Death was massive, and uh, as, as it would be today if mm-hmm. you had an epi- epidemic. Agricultural prices plummeted, which endangered the wealth and the power of like the establishment, the, you know, the royals or whatever, because their wealth and dominance was based almost 100% on land and farming, and it right. was crumbling around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was incredibly destabilizing to the power structure because nobody was paying rent, and it created the deepest recession in history, which you, you, know, you can see why. We also can see from historical records that large-scale construction projects like monasteries, churches, and cathedrals just fucking stopped. That's it. Yeah, it just went... Because everybody was dead. Yeah, yeah. There was no one to fucking build shit, man. But every cloud <laughs> has a silver lining. Right. Because peasants smartened up. They got okay. their fucking learn on. They started com- um, claiming abandoned houses. Okay. Yeah. Like, Fuck it, I'm not this living This is mine. Yeah. This is mine. And conversely, the demand for labour went up, went through the roof. And the choice of work was massive. So instead of like, you know... Farming. And yeah. Because there was no one around to do shit. Building and stuff and all, that, all sorts of stuff. So for the first time, the peasants had a choice they could throw their weight around a little bit mm-hmm. and they were like I'm not shoveling shit I'm going to build that that monastery over there fuck you and I'm going to yeah. get my learn so they can negotiate effectively yeah um, and because of their newfound position they demanded higher wages mm-hmm. and with the extra cash they were able to buy land because there's loads of that available mm-hmm. because all the landowners are at the, the bottom dead. of pits <laughs> yeah 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 so before it was expensive but now it's in abundance uh, they also got educated so class kind of broke down almost through necessity mm-hmm. it had to to survive poor people married into wealth and vice versa it was a class leveller yeah but the establishment the people that were left at the top they wanted to stop this uprising in inverted commas so they capped wages because they didn't want the peasants you know making too much money and getting their learn on because they were like they'll revolt if they start yeah. getting fucking powerful we're fucked so the paramongers also made it illegal for peasants to move around they were trying to restrict them instead okay. of like trying to like you know help humanity get back up they were like fuck it we're trying to still trying to grab power yeah it's unbelievable in the apocalypse yeah. so the elite were feared that like um, this emerging power and wealth of the lesser classes you know and the freedom that they were gaining was a direct threat to them and also, there's, there's, it's really interesting. Other than the um, the plague and how many people it killed and all the fucking shit, how it affected society because like society was structured and pretty much run by religion. It was mm-hmm. a major thing, and obviously the plague hit religion really, really hard. Mainly because people were really banging to God, and they'd go to church and pray for you know for him to take the the plague away, mm. um, which sort of. In effect, hubs, um, churches became hubs of infections. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Because everybody was fucked and they're going there. So priests were being killed in the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd rapidly be replaced by younger, less experienced people who would then die. And it was there was a, s- a severe shortage of um, men of the cloth mm-hmm. uh, after the epidemic. Uh, but thankfully, it started to wane and lose momentum. And like we said, it didn't completely go away. Because it's, you know it's still here now, yeah. but we started to get smart to it. So we think the the Black Death epidemic started to slow down because of the dwindling numbers of survivors, effectively, okay. and most people were staying in. They were only leaving the house when absolutely necessary, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 
if it's turning into a ghost town, I'm not going out. Yeah, stuff it, yeah. And combine that with personal hygiene because people are starting to wash themselves. Um, you know, realise bodies lying in the streets wasn't necessarily a good thing. And as well as burning the bodies, literally destroying the plague, not to mention the drastically reduced populations mm-hmm. because most people were dead, mm-hmm. the numbers of acti- active transmissions naturally started to drop. Yeah. So it's sort of r- it's run its course. Yeah, it's yeah. a peak and then it fucking rapidly drops off. Yeah, so they're not digging as much and they're not doing... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, the Black Death was rampant until it ran out of large numbers of vulnerable people. Then yeah. it faded away only to return with similar consequences at when, various other points in time. When the population grew again and, yeah. and there was more weak people around. That's basically. it, yeah. But it changed our view on, on medicine and it gave us a kick up the arse because when you came out the backside of this and survived and it's just devastation everywhere, we were like, we need to figure the... We need to find out what happened. Yeah, we need to stop this from happening again. So in 1348, despite not knowing any science at the time, Pope Clement was like, uh, lads, you've got to start you got to start performing autopsies so we can figure out what the fuck happened. So start, that's exactly what he said. Yeah. Literally, word for <laughs> word. So he'd start chopping people up <laughs> to find out. And it was a step in the right direction. I don't think they really had a clue what they were doing, but they were. it was desperate measures, man. Mm. I think it was illegal cutting people up back then. Where was it? Like, they didn't do, weren't allowed to do mortician stuff. They couldn't do, perform autopsies. Yeah. There was no need for that. But um, they did. Right. And textbooks on anatomy started to appear. Theories on what organs did popped up. So, um, you know, like d- dissection of humans was met with curiosity, you mm-hmm. know, and so, so people like jumped into it and let's figure this out. Knowledge started, to, it was slow at first, but the growth of knowledge started to speed up. And it was essentially the beginning of our understanding of what would become modern medicine. Yeah. Um, became the, I suppose that's, that period of time after the play was, was called the Renaissance. It was like a period of, of learning and discovery and it, and it all paved the way to um to the 19th century when we actually discovered penicillin okay the great awakening so to speak and unsurprisingly culture changed massively affected art and the easiest way to see how it changes is with art um a lot of artists were drawing just i mean it was surrounded by death yeah it's just, just dead bodies and dead things and symbols of death everywhere yeah like dancing skeletons yeah, yeah, yeah. O- uh, massive open pits and people just fucked and died music became more somber and it centered on death and the hope for better times I mean no one's writing banging stadium a- anthems are they no <laughs> not when all this is going down except for cheering <laughs> fuck it cheering imagine uh, they're cheering back then I can imagine anyone back then mate they'll be fucked <laughs> it's awful and authors began to write about death and they became very fatalistic um, especially when you got to look out the window and see carnage everywhere. You know, Mrs. Smith's dead. That geezer down the road, he's fucking dead. Yeah. So no one was writing any banging sci-fi no- novels either. No. It was just all... I mean, we could go on and on and on through it. It's ever so interesting regarding even, like we're saying, like the economic impact, the impact on culture and how how society started to crumble and fade away. Yeah, but also the upbringing of it. Uh, I mean, you know, like you're saying, the, the peasants got a bit more power because there's... Because the because it was needed, and um, obviously that the, the uh, people higher up trying to stop that again. So it's like it's like a weird graph. It's like they're trying to come back, and then they're getting pushed down. And they're coming back, and yeah, I mean, and then obviously from that they've led to trying to work out how to deal with it, and they've worked out how to deal with it, but they don't know how to control it. And then now they've obviously Figured know how out. to do it. Yeah, so yeah, we had to go. I think it was the third pandemic when we sort of figured it out. Yeah. So how many millions of people had to die before we 
yeah. got to learn on. But it it was a, it was a kick up the arse. Yeah, but the thing is though, if something random props up these days, you know what I mean, which is devastating. It's probably going to be the same again in the same sort of situation. Just you know, we're just more more intelligent. It doesn't mean we can work it out still. No, no it, you're right. Like you look at like um <clears throat> like when Ebola broke out, they uh. Like where where is it? Okay, it's this. This mm. is what it is. Okay, fucking hell. It started here. How? Where's it moved to? How many people have got it? People who are in contact with patient zero. What direction do they travel in? Now we've got to chase them and find them. Yeah. We've got to get this fucking under under wraps quick, man. Yeah, scary. It could happen though. Yeah, it could do. I mean, something could just appear from space or something to get us. You never <laughs> like know. A rock. Yeah, yeah. Which has got like the ultimate disease on it, which just you can't cure. Some sort, some form of interplanetary. Plague. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd Alien plague. Us. I think that would probably really fuck us. Probably would, wouldn't it? You can barely cope with the ones that are on the earth, let alone alien ones. When you think about it, there's lots of illnesses that it, it can't be fixed anyway. I mean, which, you know, infections and stuff. All they can do is either tr- stop it from growing or they can't. You die. I mean, there's still disease, there's still diseases and stuff out there. Um, well, what, would, you count, would you call black... Death a disease, or is it more of a disease infection? From an infection yeah, it's it, yeah, that's what they called it. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's um, I mean, the stuff stuff now, but you still can't work out. So if anything can happen. Well, it's like irris- I say irresponsible use. It's 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 a widespread use of antibiotics are making things that were a hundred percent treatable not. Yeah, yeah, and it's them. They're the ones that you need to worry. A, a form of a I get confused by that because is it for the people who take the penicillin all the time, which it makes them weaker. Because the, or is it, because I, I don't take it. So now if I took it because I had plague, we'll just say the plague, right, and that sorts it. If I had penicillin, would I be okay? Because I don't have it much. No, what happens is somebody will will have a disease, or have some form of infection, something that requires some, some form of antibiotic. If they don't finish it, that the bacteria can adapt. Okay. And be, and sort of you know figure out how to. Oh, so when it goes to someone else, yeah, and then it goes to someone else, and if they take and don't and take it, and, and it's adapted already, so it just knows. And then when it comes to you, they go, okay, Rob, you've got it. We're going to treat you. Oh fuck, the antibiotics don't work because every fucker had, who had it down the line didn't finish their course, and it's it's mutated and adapted, and now you've got something that we don't have any medication to treat. There probably is medication that can treat you, but we don't know what it is, and we haven't got it. We've got so a whip. unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, got a whip. Got a whip. We've got a, uh, we've got a um, chicken here with his <laughs> ass out, ready. Yeah, got, have you got a bath of piss? <laughs> yeah, just shrugging the shoulders. Bath of piss, just sitting there, that might help. <laughs> yeah, monkey tennis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do it. Lovely. Well, if, if you want to contact us... Oh, hang on. We've got to do our social media. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that would have been a travesty, that would have, wouldn't that would it? Have. We'd have had to like do a bonus episode for like four seconds, say, eh? the winner is. Yeah, yeah. So last week, um, for sharing what episode was it? It was Nazis on Crystal Meth. Yeah. <laughs> Nazis on Crystal Meth. <laughs> I didn't know what to call it. I was just sitting in front of uh, Libsyn going, what should I call this? And I was like, nah, that'll do. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Hannah Stevens. Hurrah. Well done. You're our latest and luckiest winner. So uh, send us your details and we'll get this um, amazing piece sent out to you. Angie, I still haven't sent yours out. I've got it here on the table. And I will do. Uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. Yes. You and all uh, have a good one. Contact us on social media. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the score, everyone. Get sharing and you can have a T-shirt next week. Yeah. Over 45, remember. Yeah, man. See you next week, everyone. See you in a bit. <laughs>